Well, we're going to talk about getting ready for this year's riot season. There's a season for rioting, you ask? Oh, yes, there oh, is. Oh, yes, there is. And you'll hear why in this show. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in three, two, one. Hello, welcome everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0, joined by my host on the show and host, a co-host. I think co-host is a co-host better. Co-host is, yeah. oh my goodness. I'm not your host. Co-host in life, Glenn yes. Tate. Hello, Hello. Glenn. Hey, how are you? Hey, this is great. We have a great, great show because we try to be very, you know, ahead of things. And you know how it is when you go to Target in March and they've already got the summer stuff out or it's like... August and they have all the Christmas stuff out. You know, you oh, like to be yes. ahead of the season. If a season is coming, you want to know about it. You want and to be And this prepared. is more exciting than, you know, getting back to school stuff in June. This is right. way more exciting than Exactly. That. Well, we're going to talk about getting ready for this year's riot season. There's a season for rioting, you ask? Oh, yes, there oh, is. Oh, yes, there is. And you'll hear why in this show. But before we dive into that, a few quick items. Shelby, the top 100, please. Top 100. This week, we're on number nine. You can see this list on our website, prepping2-0.com, the lower right-hand corner. On the lower right, it'll tell you, number nine, sweeteners, sugar, and honey. Mm-hmm. All of those things are good to stock up on and have available when things get really, really bad. Um, I've talked to several people. Who have, I'm one of them, actually. I believe that when I ran out of sugar during, like, Christmas baking season and I didn't want to go to the store at nine o'clock at night trying to make cookies it's nice to have sugar on hand another cool thing many of you know this honey never goes bad that's right even if it freezes it looks all weird it's and kind of like crystallized and then you just put it in like you know hot tea warm, and it just melts well, and it's you all warm, good. yeah you can put the containers in into warm water mm-hmm. and it will basically the crystals will kind of melt and it's still good so uh yeah check it out if this is the time to get something like that super duper cheap you can store it away in an airtight container and you're set for a collapse. You are set. Hey, lurkers. Lurkers. Come out of the shadows. What do we mean by that? Well, regular listeners of the show have heard me say it before, but I'll say it again because it's important. If you listen to the show on the radio, thank you, by the way. Yes. If you listen to the show on iTunes, the regular show, you know, without the after show, you listen to it on the YouTubes. We have quite a few YouTube viewers yeah. slash listeners. We just have a scrolling picture, so it's it's not like there's video. But They listen on YouTube. They That's, listen on YouTube. Thank it's you. It's a unique bunch. Yes. You, yes, exactly. Well, if you become a Patreon supporter... Uh, for two bucks a month or more if you want more stuff you get to hear the after shows among a million other things so I call these folks that are regular show listeners that are not Patreon supporters I call them lurkers because they're lurking in the shadow they're they're looking at the golden bountiful goodness of the after show and all the other stuff that comes with being a Patreon supporter and they just sit there and I guess I guess they're too scared to like you know make a two dollar month commitment or something they don't become after they don't become after show uh, folks and patrons so lurkers do yourself a favor be a full-on participant that's the other thing you get a you get to post questions and interact with us and other stuff so become a patreon supporter well we have quite a few announcements we haven't had announcements for a while they kind of this is good stuff they, they kind of come in waves first of all i am very very happy to announce we are almost at Shelby, I know you know the answer, but act like you don't. How many downloads do you think we have? I don't know, Glenn. How many? Like a dozen? That's all? It seems like there should be more since we have 100 plus shows. Yes, we have. We're coming up on you guys, for reals, with a Z. 900,000 downloads. So when we hit a million downloads, we're going to have a big party. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it'll probably be like stay up till like 9.30 and... Break out the Diet Pepsi. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. It'll not be Coke. Awesome. We're not breaking out the Diet Coke, no. Another announcement. We've really been focusing on this topic because you guys are very interested in it. And quite honestly, so are Shelby and I. So we find it very interesting on relocating from blue states to red states. Um, as Shelby has mentioned, a bunch, like the majority of our friends who live in blue states that we talk to about this, have mentioned they're in one stage or another of considering doing it, or some of them are doing it, some of them just got done doing it. It is a huge deal. And not only that, I would say in the last month, month and a half, yep. people, I never, I, w- I thought they've got, too, their roots are too deep, they're staying where they're staying, they're going to, nope. 
Nope. They're moving. One of them, you were like, oh, yeah, this person's, they're never going to leave. And you see something on Facebook, they're like, yeah, we just rolled into whatever, Texas, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that just happened. Uh, wow. Yeah. So this whole topic of relocating, what's involved in finding a state and finding a realtor in that state is something we're going to work on. So here's what we're doing. We're doing two things. This is exciting. This is exciting. This is and, a big announcement. And I got to tell you, you should understand that this is a big deal and a big topic because Shelby and I have zero time to do anything. We have day jobs. I got a little health thing, in case you haven't heard, that takes up, you know, quite a bit of time. And we're, and we're moving and soon. And we're moving. So when we do something that takes a lot of time, it's for a good reason. If I, I think it is. And this relocation is. So, okay, the two things we're doing. We're going to start a lot of video bonus shows um, on relocation. Um, we're going to have... People telling, uh, prepping 2.0ers, telling their story about why they left. We're going to have people um, talking about their red state and what's good about it. Another another feature is going to be something, this is Shelby's idea, and I think it's brilliant, overlooked red states, states that you never really hear about because they're not like, you know, Montana or Idaho or something like that, but they're still really good states. And Texas. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to have, well, you hear about Texas all, all the time. time. Exactly. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, the other one we're going to have, the other category of relocation VBSs is going to be the help desk. And that's where we have somebody. <laughs> and Patreons are, are welcome to email me. And there's a Patreon post that explains all this guy. See, another thing you get as a Patreon that you don't get as a regular show listener. And uh, if you want to be on... Uh, the show, the video show with us, and you want to say, hey, here's my situation. Um, you know, this is my job. This is my family. This is my um, skills that I have. This is what we're my, looking for. My situation. Shelby yes. and I, and we don't claim to be experts. We just have gone through this recently. And also, we have all kinds of amazing friends who tell us amazing stories. So we feel like we're pretty informed. It'll be a help desk. And we'll say, well, you might consider this. You might consider this state. Ooh, this would be a state to stay away from, given what you said. So it'll be the relocation help desk. And I think people will get a lot out of it just listening. Um, and even if you're in a red state, you know what you can do? You can listen to the relocation VBSs and be sitting and saying to yourself, ha, we don't have those problems. Yay. It's awesome to be us. So that's always good. There you go. The other thing we're going to do, and I'm going to be vague about it until the uh, website is launched, there will be a website that's going to assist everybody in the world, not just limited to our listeners and not just limited to Patreon supporters. It's going to assist people in finding realtors in red states. Oh, my goodness. The initial response is going to be crazy. I've had a bunch of realtors get a hold of me, and they really, really want to be part of this project. So we'll have more on that. Well, and this and this serves a need that many, we every now and then, not even every now and then, on a very regular yeah. basis, we have people reach out to us and go, okay, we know that you landed on Montana, but what about this date, this date, and this date for uh, schools and uh, jobs or what, you know, yeah. they, and I, we don't know. Yeah. We, we did our search based upon our needs and we're, we don't know, yeah. but what realtors are really good for that. And realtors that are, that, um, are like-minded with yeah. us really know their stuff. And here's how you know they're going to be like-minded. Um, they're coming to us. They heard about this because they're a Patreon in some cases, yeah, in many cases, a regular listener in some cases and other times, uh, prepping 2.0ers have called their realtors who did an awesome job mm -hmm. for them on their relocation and said, hey, realtor, you got to get a hold of Glenn and Shelby on this because this is going to be cool. So I can't say it's not like we give them like a written test, like write an essay on the Federalist Papers and write an essay on why gun control is dumb. It's not like that. But they're, they're not the kind of people you just get randomly that you can be assured of. And there's one thing we wanted to clarify with here. What do we call a red state. What's the criteria? Yes, thank you. Red state, just to keep this simple, because you guys, we can't be like answering your texts and emails in the middle of the night and like guiding you through relocations because there are thousands of people that would get a hold of us and we can't do it. So when we say red state, here's our criterion, and it's very simple. Electoral College 2020. If your state's uh, electoral votes went to Trump, you're a red state. There are some states like Arizona, for example, that are wonderful states that do not qualify as red states with us only because of that criterion. Um, don't get mad at us. And please, we don't we want to get into debates. We had to keep it simple we, to get this thing we going. We had to get it going. Don't get in debates with us about what, I mean, if you want to, if you're a Patreon and you want to get on the Patreon post about uh, the states or you want to do a comment um, on one of the VBSs, uh, I should have mentioned VBSs are available to Patreons at the $5 and up yep. level, but whatever. Um, then make your comments and make your point. We love the discussion. We're just not going to like, we're, 
you guys, we have like five jobs between the three, the two of us. We have and, about and five jobs and big projects. And so, but and to cancer. me, to me, like let's take the person in Arizona that's saying, "Hey, wait a minute, we're a red state." That's take that to the help desk. That's exactly the, you know exactly. And and you yeah, so we're doing that. Okay, so two other announcements, and then we'll get on with the big topic, which is mm-hmm. Riot Season twenty twenty one. This is going to be fun, you guys. Um, Panhandle Preparedness Expo, which is in Sandpoint, Idaho, which is in North Idaho. By the way, Shelby, I was corrected. I called it Northern Idaho. I was I was informed by Idahoans that it is North Idaho. It's not Northern Idaho. So North Idaho. Good to know the local vernacular. I know. Good to. I mean, anytime I like to know the local language. Um, it is the best prepper expo on the West. We think we go there every year that it's held. We're going to be there. It's October second and third, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Beautiful time of the year, I might add, in a beautiful place. So you're saying, well, it's April. Why are you talking about the Panhandle Expo that's going to be in October? Because it's that awesome. And here's the thing. Come, even if you're not in the Idaho area, which would be like 95% mm-hmm. of the country, and come and just see us. We love meeting you guys. It's a great expo. It's a great fun. We do a great fun time. We do a thing on the Saturday night of the expo where we have like a, we, a campfire and we sit around and there's all kinds of P2Oers and we like hang out and meet well, that, people. Uh, specifically Patreons. Yeah. They, we, we, Every year it's a little different, but we'll do it. Try to. Last year we really couldn't because usually we do it at a restaurant. Try to do a little get together with mm-hmm. Patreons at a local restaurant. We'll try and figure out something like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, it'll be a good time. Yep. And and if yes. you're a vendor in the area, if you Ooh, have yeah. a a product that is you think preppers would want, um, reach out. Go Google yeah. uh, Panhandle. Mm-hmm. Preparedness Expo. And become a vendor there. Yeah. A couple of our good friends were there last year because mm-hmm. we recommended them. We met Jared Savick at, yeah, at that's where, the mm-hmm. Panhandle We met Expo. Todd Engel there. Mm-hmm. Um, we encouraged Minutemen Coffee to be there. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness, because they kept that place caffeinated. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to those folks. Uh, Jeff Reynolds, a mm-hmm. fellow, ho- uh, he's, ho- he's, he's hosted for you on occasion on KHNC and subbed for you. And uh, it was great to have him there. So, yeah, it's a great place to be. It is... And I'll say this about it, and I'll, then I will stop because we're just gushing at this point. It is the one preparedness expo that, in my mind, has kind of survived. Yeah. A couple of the other ones that we've gone to, sadly, did not survive COVID. They've had to, you know, kind of retool a little bit, and they're and they're they're kind of limping along, and and they're not. Some aren't happening, and some are retooling. So this is the one that solidly is is there every year. And finally, very quickly, merch. We have all kinds of cool I Miss America stuff, T-shirts, hoodies. We haven't talked about it for a while. Yeah. Prepping2-0.com forward slash shop. Just look for the shop tab. It's all there. It's really cool stuff. Well, Shelby, we've been talking a lot about um, all these announcements. Yes. Why don't we mention a couple of sponsors, and then we're going to get right into the topic of Riot Season 2021. So let's just talk about how awesome Minutemen Coffee is. Surely. Love them. Uh, they uh, are the only ones who make our specialty blend that is just for us. Um, Called I Miss America I Miss America. Um, you can go check them out at imissamerica.com or go to our website, prepping2-0.com, and you'll find them there. Um, and use the code... What do you think it is? I Miss America. Mm-hmm. And you'll get 15% off your entire order. They have been busy little bees over there. Mm-hmm. And they have some great merch now as well. Um, yeah, great folks over there. Appreciate them supporting Prepping 2.0, 2.0. And uh, yeah, we love them. And they're, they're, they're solid patriotism. That's right. Uh, we'll also mention EMP Shield. And yes. we'll jump into the uh, body of the show. EMP Shield makes a device that protects whatever it's plugged into, like your house or a generator or your car from an EMP um, 50 bucks off each unit if you use the coupon code prepping 2.0 so let's get into it well here we go guys riot season 2021 what do we mean by this we're going to start off in a little bit of chronological order the Chauvin trial Derek Chauvin which will become a household name kind of like Rodney King and George Floyd and all that other stuff he is the Minneapolis police officer who's been charged with uh, murder of George Floyd. His trial's going on now. Uh, we're not sure when it ends, but it'll probably end sometime in late April, maybe early May. So that sort of time frame. Well, it's going to spark a bunch of riots. Yes, ma'am. And, and I will say breaking news da, 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 kind of already has. Uh, we got on our Alerts USA alert just tonight. Um, as the trial is going on, this is what we got. Growing, agitated crowd in response to police shooting of black male um 
in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, caution urged in the area. So there's another shooting of a right. black man in Minneapolis. So who knows? That could spark I it. I think that whole place is a tinderbox. Mm-hmm. And that they're everyone's just ready. They're ready to go full on OJ Simpson riots. Go crazy! It's it wasn't OJ Simpson, right. the LA riots, but it was right. uh, Rodney. Oh, King. Rodney King, you're right. But oh my goodness, get ready! Yeah. So there is indeed a riot season. There's a season to rioting, and here's what we mean. Um, Shelby, why don't you tell folks about a lot of families have for every season, they have traditions. What would be a season and what would be a tradition? That oh, well, there's the, the fall and winter season that, that brings in all kind of this this string of them. There's Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas. But what are some traditions like Thanksgiving? Maybe we oh, all go we over to Grandma's turkey, house. We go to Grandma's house. We yeah, do Christmas, the trick-or-treating, gifts in a tree and lights. Like maybe your family tradition is that uh, kids get to open a present on Christmas exactly. Eve night. So everyone has these great traditions. Well, guys, we have a new season and we need to have your family needs to have a tradition for riot season. Now, at the Tate Gallagher household, we are adopting a family tradition of popping popcorn and watching the riots during the spring and the summer riot season. So that's what we're going (laughs) to do. So think of it as a fun season. Think of it as a time to... uh, do some new traditions now. Now, why are the, why is this riot season right now, Glenn? That is a good question. First of all, there's the Chauvin trial, which we all think is going to kick stuff off. I think but it was timed for a specific. I think it, yeah, yeah, it could yeah, have been maybe because they sat around for a long time and didn't have it like during the winter. The weather is the primary reason there's a spring and summer season of rioting. Nobody wants to riot. I know I don't. If it's cold out, I mean, you got to bring mittens, especially in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, <laughs> yeah, freeze to death. Yes. It's, it's a problem. It's a thing. So the weather is a big deal. And as the weather gets warmer and nicer in the spring, everyone wants to go outside. Some people want to play baseball. Um, some people want to barbecue in their yards. Some people want to take bike locks and hit Trump supporters over the head and burn down businesses. Well, and the other thing is um, not just rioters are outside. People yeah. are in general. So it's easier to harass, to get noticed. Scream at. It, you know, in the middle of, you know, if three feet of snow are on the ground, nobody's out, like going to restaurants and doing right. outdoor dining or you whatever. For example, if the restaurants aren't as full, BLM people can't go into a restaurant and start screaming at people trying to enjoy their dinner about how they need to get on their knees and denounce their white privilege. Well, they do do that, too, but it's more fun doing it outside. Yeah, I'm just saying there's yeah, yeah there's few. So the weather is a huge factor. And by the way, uh, my source for that is one of our friends. Don't say his name. Nope. Um, he's a, a riot cop uh, for Seattle Police Department. And he has said, yes, there is indeed a summer aspect to this, which makes sense. Another factor is a lot of people don't have jobs right now because they've been getting all the unemployment money, all the stimulus money. Um, Why work? I mean, when you don't have to. So there's a lot of people with no jobs. And I think the free stimulus money, by the way, creates this sense of entitlement. I think it's easier to get a crowd out to riot and loot more on the looting in a moment when you just kind of have decided that in America, you just get to sit on the couch and the government's going to take care of you and, and boy, you might as well go out and, and loot and everything. And the, COVID sure cemented that, didn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, we're just going to mention this point and then we're going to do a full discussion of it in a minute or two. The other thing that is huge for the riot season right now is the fact that if you riot and loot, you can't get arrested. There are two justice standards in this country. If you, the Prepping 2.0 listener, decided to go into Walmart right now and brazenly shoplift, you would be arrested and you would be booked and you would get a court date and stuff would happen to you. So there's, there is law in this country in the sense that it applies to normal working people. But when it comes to all these rioters and politicians and the elites, there is no law. Well, I'm going to clarify that just a little bit. Sometimes you see these people get arrested mainly because the police are like, we're done putting up with you for the like we have been for the last hour and they arrest them basically to get, pull them out of the game they get arrested they get booked blah, 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 but they're freed three hours later they get a meal they get a shower they get they get they don't pre- even go to jail they just get booked the, right. they get ink on their fingerprints or the digital right. ones right and they're done and if they do that's get a, what i mean right I, I know i know exactly what you mean but if they do get but if they if they if there's a court date assigned to it 
charges are dropped. We know that. This is the lather, rinse, repeat. And these Um, are written policies of district attorneys in Blue cities. So don't think we're making this up. So, but we're going to get to the can't get arrested part, but I wanted to spend a little bit of time here on the Chauvin trial outcome. This isn't going to be a blow to blow, a blow by blow thing about the trial. Here's the very simple thing. He's charged with a bunch of crimes like murder. Um, I think there's a fair chance he's acquitted. Absolutely walks uh, based on a variety of things. We're not going to get into the details of it. Derek Chauvin is, is no hero. Yeah, he's, he's not a nice he, guy. He's not a nice I guy. I wouldn't want to hang out with him. I would not defend him. I, I, he has is, he is brought a true black mark to his profession. So there you go. No, and so, but there's another outcome that's possible that you guys need to start thinking about, and that is manslaughter. He could get one to two years in prison for manslaughter, which is a lesser, obviously, than murder thing. But the point with all that is, if he's acquitted, and even if he is convicted of manslaughter, BLM and Antifa... And the Democrats and everybody else in this woke community is not going to stand for it. So my point with this is, no matter what the technical verdict is in the Chauvin trial, it's not going to be good enough. enough. The only thing that would be good enough for BLM is that if the judge sentenced Derek Chauvin to be tortured to death and it, it's on YouTube and everybody has to watch it. That would be the only thing. I don't even think that would be enough. I don't even think that'd be enough. You're I mean, right. I think right they now- They want to kill his family too. They're kind of, they, the BLMers, Antifa types, are waiting for this basically so they can have an excuse to spark off what they already have planned anyway. Exactly. And it just, it just adds to their narrative. And not only do they have it planned anyway, all the politicians and all the powers that be, especially in blue cities- mm-hmm. um, have already predetermined that they're going to let this stuff go. So that's why the Chauvin trial and the outcome is a bigger deal because you're going to hear more about this. And so we know that BLM, we know this from BLM's own words now, 2020, spring of 2020, uh, BLM has vowed to burn down cities, plural, not just Minneapolis, mm-hmm. after the Chauvin trial. So this is not, you know, speculation. They've said they're going to do it. And you know what? I actually. Take them at their word. And Shelby, before we go into segment two, why don't you tell folks an example of what we're talking about that happened in Portland? Well, as I'm talking about this, and I may have to um, kind of play it out after the break, um, we are recording this on April 11th. Uh, so today is Sunday. Um, and over the night last night in Portland, nobody heard about this in the news. Um, headline from headline Antifa terrorists set fire to Portland ICE facility while federal agents were inside the building. There's not a whole lot of dialogue or um, words to this report. It's just a series of videos showing them setting the doorway on fire. Um, interior um, footage trying of people trying to get out. And then as they're getting out, they have to pellet gun their way out because they're met with people resistance on the other side. And this just happened last night. Now, the key to this is what was being chanted at the time. This is your clue. During the night, what was being chanted, I got to pull this out, so sorry. Um, Pulling it up here. Well, keep talking. I'm going to go find it. Well, our whole point with this is when you hear what they were chanting, you're going to realize this isn't some isolated, you know, ice thing. This is what they're all about. And there you go. You got it, Shelby. Yeah, I got it. Every city... Every town burn the precinct to the ground. So this is an ICE facility. This is not a police precinct. They're giving you, you, anyone who's listening, a clue. We're going to burn the precinct down. If you're a police officer in any blue city right now, yeah, I'd be a little, I'd be concerned. So this is their plan. They're going to do it after the Chauvin trial. And you guys need to be ready. Well, when we come back into the second segment, we're going to give you more on this, especially how to be ready for it. So stick around and we'll see you on the other side of this segment. More of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. Abe Lincoln here. In 1773, patriots broke the chains of British tyranny by throwing tea into Boston Harbor. On that day, Americans began drinking coffee. We celebrate that event daily here at Minutemen Coffee. All men are created equal. (laughs) Coffee is not. Minutemen Coffee is roasted to perfection in small batches. Bold, smooth, and never bitter. Shipped to you fresh daily. Whole bean, ground, or our patented pods. www.minutemencoffee.com Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO, 
Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to newmana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself and save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. Shelby Gallagher here. Uh, We're going to talk here in just a minute and flesh out the whole idea that Antifa and BLM can't get arrested. But before we do that, I want to just mention a couple more of our awesome sponsors, Numana Foods. Great folks over there. They specialize in freeze-dried bulk foods, not individual servings, but bulk foods that you get and you just pop them right into your preps. Um, You can check them out on our website, prepping2-0.com. Click over on Friends and Affiliates. Look for Numana Foods, their logo. Use the coupon code PREP at uh, checkout and you will get 10% off your order. Make sure that's lowercase. Yep, that's a big deal. We found that out. It's a big deal. The other one is the cool one. Speaking of riot season, uh, Katie Armour, C-A-T-I stands for Come and Take It. Again, find them over there on our website. They specialize in body armor, for the average person, not they certainly um, service law enforcement and military for sure. But for you and I, those of us who don't have those kind of three thousand dollars for ultralight mm-hmm. plates, and this is a big deal when you if you live in a blue city, and we understand that you know you may have to live in a blue city or a place that could be overrun. You know, ask the folks over what was the. I'm not going to even go there. Anyway, so it's good to have uh, some body armor Mm -hmm. at a reasonable price. Use the code GRANT at checkout. Get 10% off. Great folks. Yes. So, okay, here we go. We're going to talk about this topic. We're going to expand on this about can't get arrested. Shelby was technically right that the BLM folks and Antifa folks, they get arrested in the sense of they get detained. They get a ride downtown. They go and they get booked. They're always released, always released. Charges always dropped. No bail even. They just, they get released. There's, there's nothing. And this is a big problem because I think, and this is my theory of different levels of dirt bags. You've got um, the hardcore dirt bags that don't care about anything, hardened criminals, and they're already doing bad stuff. And then you got the people that uh, will do bad stuff if they can get away with it. Mm -hmm. And 
Those are the folks we're talking about here because it is my theory, and I think it will be borne out by events during riot season 2021. It is my theory that a whole lot of people out there that are kind of the mild, I'll be... I'll be a criminal if I can get away with Follower. it. Follower. Watch TV last year and they saw it. Maybe they didn't get up off the couch, you know, set the video games down. Maybe they didn't go and get up and actually go and do this kind of stuff because they were sit, they were kind of like making sure that they can actually get away with this. They were testing it. They were going to let other people see if they got arrested. Well, I think several million people in this country saw with their own eyes last year, 2020, exactly how true the statement is, is that you can't get arrested for this. And so they, those people that are going to do bad things if they can get away with it, understand that they can get away with it and they're going to go do bad things. And they are incredibly emboldened right now, especially mm-hmm. with a new this new president that we have. Mm-hmm. They tr- Well, uh, President Trump last summer tried, tried, yeah. offered, made many calls, please let the federal government and was rebuffed. Mm-hmm. Now we have a federal government that uh, under uh, under Merrick Garland, the attorney general, the, att- the attorney general says these are these are protesters. These are not these are not terror. You know, so there's there's an emboldenedness in that, and the emboldenedness is that a word? Do we get, it, yeah, it's, yes, we, we make up a word every show. So the whole the demoralizing effect that's happened with our police force. When you're a police, imagine being a police officer, you just arrested someone, you're, because it's like punching you and throwing stuff at you, committing felonies. They're, they're, they're physically hurting people. They are agreed. Physically hurting you. You and, um, firearms, illegal firearms, and you arrest them and then you see them three hours later. Yep. And you're, and you realize your city, your, your organization that you work for does not have your back. So your propensity, your desire to arrest people. Yeah. Just went down by a lot. And I think that there's a a multiplier effect uh, Mm -hmm. here because you've got emboldened criminals who know they can't get arrested for all the reasons we previously mentioned. And then to make matters worse, you've got demoralized police for all the reasons you just described Mm -hmm. that are not going to that are not going to go out of their way to stop this stuff. And we've seen this in a lot of blue cities where the police are given orders to allow, what was it, the uh, First Amendment, the free speech zone, the uh, let them have their space, let them demolish the space. All that was in Baltimore, for example. And the police are just going to not, they're not going to go out of their way in these big cities. Now, if this comes into the suburbs or the country, I, I see that going differently more on that in a moment. So you've got this doubler effect because just as in 2020, the dirtbags saw that you could get away with this, the police also saw exactly what you're talking about, people getting, you know, catch and release and all that other stuff. The police also have seen disciplinary actions in their departments for police officers who actually, I don't know, defend themselves and all of that other stuff. So the police are going to be there. They're going to be like, hey, I clocked in. I showed up. I got my my riot gear on and I stood there. How many times have we seen video from Portland in particular? And I think this Portland effect is spreading. So it could come to your town. We've seen Portland police officers standing there watching Antifa beating the snot out of somebody. Citizens. Now, and this is not a rip on cops. The cops are being ordered not to do anything. And there are probably some cops. And that, can you imagine being that cop watching yeah. someone just taking it and you can't and you have to stand down? That is not what you signed up for. Exactly. Um, so that combination of can't get arrested and the police being demoralized and not motivated, I think, is one of the reasons that the riot season 2021 is going to be way bigger than riot season 2020. Oh, and it's yeah. And here's another tip for everybody. Um, don't believe the news. And, and you listeners have probably witnessed this with your own eyes in 2020. You would. You know, the, the classic one is CNN while there's like the fires raging and the hmm. reporter says it's mostly peaceful protest. If you're going to rely on national news or even local news as your news source about whether these riots are spreading, don't do that because they're going to sugarcoat it. They're going to downplay it. They're going to say that it's, you know, patty cakes and and kumbaya. And so it's really important not to believe the news when all this is oh, going absolutely. on in riot season and, and, and another good example of that, then there's the news that you're actually not going to hear. No, but I've this, mm-hmm. this article, I got it from. I hadn't heard this thing yeah, about the, the ICE Pundit. facility. Yeah, about the, that was from the Gateway Pundit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, not seen it anywhere else. Now, I haven't had my nose in the news much today, so it could be, uh, but you're not going to, certainly not going to see it on MSNBC, probably not even Fox, you know, any of the big, big stations. I think it's a pretty big deal when the doorway to an ICE facility is burning and people cannot get out and have to pellet gun their way out. That's insanity. That's right. Another thing that I think is going to make riot season 2021 worse than riot season 2020 Mm -hmm. is I think there's going to be a lot more looting this Mm -hmm. time. Now, in 2020, there was indeed looting. We all saw it on TV. On steroids. We saw a ton of it. Um, The main focus of the media and everybody else was the so-called protests and was kind of the the political anger part of it, but there were tons of people. I know in Seattle, I saw a lot of footage of that. I mean, there was actually some good local news coverage um, in Seattle, believe it or not. But we saw, you know, the windows being smashed and people running out and stealing millions of dollars in that town nationwide, billions of dollars of damage. Billions would be. Happened a lot in Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. certainly happened a lot in New York. None of those cities, the th- those three that I can think of, have recovered from yeah. last summer. If you, I, I've still heard, boarded up in Manhattan. Oh yeah, uh, the footage I see of Manhattan is just blocks and blocks and blocks of boarded up businesses that used to be vibrant, and you know that was the 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 hum of New York City. That it's still all boarded up, and then when you have the lockdowns associated with it, it's it's just it's sad. And I would say the same for Seattle. Seattle has continued to have those problems. Don't know much about Minneapolis, but when I read this this alert that I just saw, there, there, it's like they're not even waiting for the trial to be over. Yeah. Th- this shooting right here will will be the appetizer. And and in other words, rioting in Minneapolis will probably already be at a nice hum when the mm-hmm. Chauvin trial is concluded. Yes, and so here's why I think looting will be more common mm-hmm. this year, and because I was just making the point yes. that it did indeed happen last year. The reason is, again, this is so pervasive and so foundational, it bears repeating. People understand they can't get arrested. There will be there will be no consequences. The only consequence that these looters might face is being shot by a store owner. But guess what happens when that happens? The store owner gets arrested. Yes. The store owner goes to jail. And so I don't think a lot of store owners, by the way, are going to be sitting there defending their stuff. What they need to do is pay up their insurance, board up the place and get out of town and start the claims process with the insurance company. That's the only defense in mock quotes for this. So one of the predictions I made, I believe, on this show before we started 2020 before 2020, the beginning of yes, 2020, we were doing a look into 2020. Yeah, and, late and one of my predictions was. Because at that time, it was just Antifa, was pretty localized to Portland Mm -hmm. and Seattle, and I think maybe one other city. And I said, those were the Petri dishes. They're going to grow, and they're Mm going to go into other cities. And then as 2020, summer 2020 riot season kicked up, I'm like, well, wow, called that one right. (laughs) It's going to happen bigger. It's going to happen again. So while we've seen the cities that we saw last summer were Seattle, certainly Portland, Minneapolis, uh, New York. What are some of the others? Um, that had some. There, there was the one with the with the kid, the seventeen year old, who defended himself with an AR. What city was that? Yeah, yeah, that was Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So, so those mm-hmm. are kind of your big cities. Kenosha. Where yeah, Kenosha. Thank you. I knew it started with a K. Um, think to yourself. There's. I'm going to predict five or six cities that aren't even on our radar right now are going to have major riots. I would not have predicted last summer. Minneapolis would have been one of them. I think there's going to be some new cities. In other words, that growth of Antifa and BLM is just going to keep blossoming. It's going to be, it's a cancer. I'm glad you mentioned I'm the, so glad. the spread yes. of Antifa and BLM because we try to be you know practical here and talk about solutions. I think there's a solution of sorts in some circumstances to all of this. And this would be the Coeur d'Alene and Dickinson examples. Coeur d'Alene is uh, a town in North Idaho. Remember how I was saying North, not Northern Idaho? It's North Idaho. And uh, and Dickinson, North Dakota is a, a very rural place in North Dakota. So both these places, and this happened all over the place. These are the two examples I know about, and I know people in Coeur d'Alene that were involved in this. Antifa announced they were going to go into Coeur d'Alene, North Idaho, and, you know, I guess they're going to they're going to show those crackers a thing or two well, or whatever. Well, and stop for a moment. If if you heard that BLM announced that they're going to come to your city, it's not going to be a parade. It's not going to be yeah. hamburgers and barbecues. It's not going to be, you know, for Fourth of July. Peaceful protest. They are going to be they, they, they do damage. 
So yeah. If, so think about that. If they announce they're coming to your city, here's here's your response. And so what the good folks of Coeur d'Alene did, and this was spontaneous. This was not organized. So awesome. This happened in about two hour time period. Um, I've heard numbers of 300. I've heard 500. Anyway, several hundred patriots showed up in kit and with guns, AR-15s mostly, a few AKs, and they showed up and they said to the police, hey, we're here to back you up. We're not here to like start shooting people. If you need help, officers, you let us know and we'll do what we need to do. Um, and they identified leaders of the various groups of armed civilians that were showing up. So the police knew who to talk to, the leaders of the armed folks. And so there was control by that leader over the armed folks. These are all good things to do because showing up and just like shooting people is a terrible idea and it's not to be done. But there's a way to do this right. And the Coeur d'Alene example is the way to do it right. And to show up with just firearms without a stated purpose to local law enforcement. I think they did it so well. And all they did was stand there. Yep. And they just stood there. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And I've, I've heard firsthand accounts of this. The BLM bus shows up and they look around and they turned around and left. So that's a way to handle it. Nobody gets shot. Um, it's 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 completely legal, especially in an open carry mm-hmm. state like that. Same thing happened in Dickinson, North Dakota. So guys, and uh, by that I mean men and women, consider this example um there's something maybe you can do and most people listening to us are either in suburban areas or rural areas not like the heart of the city so if if blm and antifa announce that they're going to come to your town uh get together and and you don't even have to like call people and say are you going or what are you wearing i don't know what are you wearing all you need to do is just show up and you can be armed if, if that's legal where you are. Um, as I say, liaison with the police. Let the police know they're in control and you're only there as backup. And what needs to happen, just like all these dirtbags saw that they can't get arrested, these dirtbags need to see Americans showing up in kit with rifles, with battle rifles, and the bad guys turning around and leaving. The bad guys need to see that we're not going to take this. And I'm telling you, another thing about 2021 that's going to make this spicier, this riot season, than last year's riot season is, at some point, a bunch of Americans say, I'm done with this. This is stupid. You're not going to burn my town down. You're not going to loot my town. And Americans are going to stand up. And I think this is the year. And I think that is going to have a profound effect. So the stakes are rising this year. There's going to be more burning, more looting, more rioting. And I think there's going to be more good Americans saying, "Uh uh-uh, not in my town. So speaking of awesome towns, I want to bring up one of our awesome, awesome uh, uh, sponsors, and that's Jared Savick. He is a realtor, he and his lovely wife, in Kalispell, Montana. They are preppers themselves. They have a good idea what it takes to make a really good, solid prepper property. So whether you want a turnkey or to build your own retreat, they have properties in town, in Kalispell, out of town, and way out of town. So they've other got parts other Montana. parts of Montana. So don't just think, oh, if I talk to him, I that's it. I'm committed to Kalispell. Nope, they can help you out. So encourage you to go check them out and contact them through their website, Seize the Day Montana. And that is Seize the Day MT.com or just Google it and they'll help you out. And tell them when you reach out to them that Glenn and Shelby sent mm-hmm. you that you heard about them from us and uh, great folks over there. The other one, um, person I want to mention or other sponsor, I should say, is Backwoods Home Magazine. Great, great resource. We love their quarterly magazine that comes. It's like a quarterly just reference guide to all things prepping and homesteading. And uh, it is, we keep it on our coffee mm-hmm. table and refer to it often when we're working on projects or working on skills. So go to their website. Uh, again, find all of these on our website at prepping2-0.com under friends and affiliates. Use the code 6OFF, the digit 6 and OFF at check out and you get six dollars off your subscription which is really really cool so back to the substance of all of this thank you for the sponsor shelby here's more practical advice now this is going to be obvious to a lot of people but a lot of what we do on prepping 2.0 is we remind people of stuff that they may already have known but they needed to hear it again mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so they hear it and they go oh geez yeah i need to do that that's a lot of what we do seriously a bit of a tangent on this show is we motivate people and we keep people engaged and we keep people focused and energized and so this is an example of that no matter where you live 
even out in the country, you're going to need an escape plan for all the reasons previously mentioned. This stuff, for all the reasons, you know, can't get arrested and the cops are demoralized and all this and there's going to be a bunch of looting. Uh, This might spread faster than you think. You may think you're safe and you're not. Here's another thing that a lot of folks out in the country don't think about when it comes to these riots. There's going to be a flood of people. This happened to us in our rural place in 2020, a flood of people from the big cities that come in. Now, it's not the the refugees like, you know, in the dramatic movies and everything. There's a bunch of people in our case from Seattle that just showed up. I mean, all the hotels and all the Airbnbs were full and they were doing stuff. They were just getting out of the the burning city. And with all of the COVID work from home thing, Mm -hmm. they just kind of left their place Mm -hmm. in Seattle and worked from an Airbnb from from a Starbucks in our tiny little town. They also, during all the COVID lockdowns, drove hours to get to our town and bought out all the guns and ammo and toilet paper. Yeah, funny story. A friend of mine who runs a gun store, believe it or not, I have, well, I actually have like actually about a dozen friends who own gun stores because they're fun people. I was going to say, yeah. He was was telling us that uh, somebody from Seattle rolled in at the height of all this and was very open about it. I mean, I appreciate this person's honesty and said, yeah, we figured you guys out in the country, you guys would have a lot of guns in a gun store. So we came here to buy guns and we're staying here. We think about three days. It ended up being like a week that they stayed here. So- um, now, when I say people from the cities are going to come, that doesn't mean like go shoot them and stuff. My point is uh, one reason to have an escape plan is that even out in the country, you may find yourself surrounded by a bunch of city people who, number one, don't have any preps. Number two, don't have a plan. Uh, number three, have no way of coping with these sorts of disruptions. I mean, if the, the soy whip isn't good enough in their latte, they freak out. So that would be a good time. To get out. Now, if you live in a city, it's obvious you need an escape plan and you should have known that. And the suburbs are going to be particularly tricky in riot season 2021. So that, that's the flip to that. So we're trying to hit all aspects of where you live. So if you live in the country, yes, you're kind of insulated, but not. If you live in this city, and, and I'm I'm going by kind of my experience living in, Port, living in Portland, and if you have to be there, and I had to be there at the time. That's where my life was at the time. And I didn't like it with, with riots going on, specifically the riots of 2016 when Trump was elected into office. And that's when I put my thoughts on paper and wrote my book series. Uh, here's what I had in my mind as an, as an escape plan. So if you live in a, in a deep blue city and you're in a position where you can't get out just now, you need to have an escape plan, have a place to go. I had that. This is what my threshold was, is I I did not live in downtown Portland, thank the Lord. But I lived far enough away within the city that I set up, in my mind, a threshold. If if those riots cross this street, I need to get out. That means they're coming. That means they're getting too close. If they get much closer, it's it's too late. I won't be able to get out. What I don't want is rioters pounding on, and we've seen that. That happened definitely last summer. Pounding on your door, uh, overcoming your house, breaking out windows. They do this a lot in Europe, especially where Antifa really grew, and they've learned those tactics. And you can hear um, Matt Bracken talk about that a lot with his on his podcast that he does with Furfall, who both have been on our show talking about this. So I knew that. If they cross, if the riots cross this threshold, I need to bug out. And it never happened while I lived there. But I will say this. This is so you should know. I would have bugged out last summer had I still lived there. Why? Here's your here's the, the sobering thought. We've all seen the 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 um, footage of the Washington, George Washington statue being pulled down by BLMers being completely defaced. and It made all the national news. That statue was within that threshold. Mm-hmm. I would have bugged out had that come that close. That's how close it was to me. You need to have that in your mind when you need to bug out. When they are at your door pounding on it, when they're, they're setting fires to your neighbor. Too late. Too late. You need to have your plan set in place. So what are your thoughts on that, Glenn? Yeah, absolutely. And you should have had a plan as, as a prepping 2.0 listener. You have like some generalized plan. But here's what we're getting at. As Shelby was talking about, like a specific landmark, you need to use this this situation, this coming riot season, 
that'll be bigger than last year as a reason, a very hard, concrete example of getting your escape plan together because you got to have that because this is one of those threats, um, rioting, that is really, really easy to counter in the sense that the threat is being around a bunch of city people. That is the problem. That is the because the Coeur d'Alene example does not work. Right. In this city. They found out. There's not in first of all, there's not enough people on your side to be willing to be able to have the ability to stand up and, and when and you're in a city, your poli- you're the police will waffle on mm-hmm. the, on supporting that. Your DA certainly will press charges on you for doing that. The cards, this your those odds are stacked. You can't do that in a deep blue state or a deep blue city. You just can't. The, the game is a completely different. Rules are completely different. And here's a final thought as we wrap up the regular show. We're going to continue this in yes. the after show. And we're also going to let folks in the after show learn a little bit more about some of these uh, relocation VBSs and this realtor project we have going on. So that'll be interesting. But I'll say this. Get your stuff now. Now, as a prepping 2.0 listener, you understand about getting things. But again, this is the concrete example that, that should really hone this for you. Everyone else, when these riots start, will make a run on all of this stuff. We've seen this, TP preppers, blah, 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 guns, blah, blah, blah. We saw that. So that is not a surprise for you. But here's a couple things to think about when it comes to getting stuff now. This year, in 2021, we have two more problems, kind of mm-hmm. overlaying um, problems. And that is inflation. We all know what's going on. And we did a whole show about that. Hyperinflation is getting hyper crazy. One of our better shows, I may mm-hmm. add. And the other thing is supply disruptions. There are all kinds of things, boats and ships in the Suez Canal going sideways. Um, there's the inflation is causing all kinds of disruptions. The semiconductor chips are all messed up for a variety of reasons, which means, you know, you can't build a car because the $1 chip that you need is no longer in supply. All these disruptions add to the problem of supplies that you need not being where you need them to be when you need them to be there. So even more reason to stock up and what to stock up on. You guys already know. No reason to mention it. But here's this. Use the the certainty in my mind of of riot season 2021 being even worse use that as a reason to touch up and finalize and personalize uh, strengthen and bulk up your preps because there's a very real probability you're not going to be able to get out and about here in about the spring and summer and who knows how long it lasts yeah. it could last a long time if biden sends the national guard out to go round up rotary club members okay i'm kidding but only halfway well they're all stuck at the national capital right now yeah. anyway so folks always like to leave you with the great final thought from one of our founding fathers benjamin franklin failing to prepare is preparing to fail have a great week everyone you've been listening to prepping 2.0 with authors glenn tate and shelby gallagher All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.